everybody and welcome back to another episode of Investigating Mars and today we will be talking about episode 19 from season 1, Hot Dogs. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And we have no guest host this week. No one signed up. So we will get right to this. And we actually had to have previous discussion on what was the A plot, B plot, and C plot because, quite frankly, there was a whole bunch of plots. There was up to, I, there was up to E six. plots. Right. <laughs> yes. Everyone had a whole bunch of letters, and so we had to cut it down, and thank you, Jimmy, for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried my best, and then I tried to keep everything in the boxes that I, that I provided, and uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've categorized accordingly, but I guess that's part of the spice that will be this podcast. That's right, exactly. (laughs) All right, so A-plot includes the dognapping case and poor Leo. Uh, The B-plot is uh, pretty much everything to do with the Eccles, so Trina's boyfriend and Logan and Veronica. The C-plot is, I have it listed as the Lily case and everything else. (laughs) (laughs) okay Okay. and now that we've gone through and listed those out there is something that i have to get out i i cannot hold it on until we get to that scene okay but wait i need to do the plot summary okay go (laughs) okay plot summary first when awkward classmate mandy asks veronica to help her find her missing dog a much larger scheme is exposed as they follow the trail meanwhile logan's sister trina begs her father to play a role in her new boyfriend's movie while logan suspects that something is wrong go ahead naomi (laughs) what the what did they do to back up and where did that why did they pick such an ugly replacement i'm sorry yeah that yeah i just uh It's the backup episode, and he looks nothing like the other backups. <laughs> well, in in my mind, I just like to think at least all these dogs are getting work and um, are not being taken to the dog pound. That's, yes. That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. I, I, okay. I, just had, I just had to Google because I was like, what did so he had spots before mm-hmm. yeah he, he was like black and white and brown yep and yeah he definitely used to have white mm-hmm. and he was and now... little and cute and had like a smushed face smushed yeah face. he was more like a like a boxer type of mix as opposed to now now he's a full-out uh pitbull. what yeah pitbull mm-hmm. it's funny because i just i feel like People who do this don't have dogs because anyone who has a dog or knows dogs will let you know that they all have different, different distinct faces, just like people do. Uh-huh. So it's, it's just funny to me that they recast them and, oh, they'll never notice. They won't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, we'll, we'll also recast, like, Kristen Bell and nobody will notice. We'll just, you know, substitute, I don't know, Mercedes something or McNabb for Veronica. No problem. You know, if they uh, recast Duncan, we probably wouldn't notice. Mm, that's true, but I think that we'd have a harder time noticing if Duncan was replaced as opposed to backup. Because <laughs> at least backup has emotions. And, uh-huh, right. Yeah. And personality. Or, well, well, but I mean, if all of a sudden Duncan was a good actor, then what would we do with ourselves? Right, we would, ha- we would just be, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they could actually just replace Duncan with a cardboard cutout of an actor, and we and just kind of move him along, like, you know, 
like on real public things, yeah. and yeah. we probably wouldn't notice. Right. Oh, there, there was this thing that we would used to do uh, when I was dancing. If someone was missing at a rehearsal, the person who was next to them, just to keep the spacing, you would keep, we, you would dance with your arm out, like fully stretched, so that way you could know where that person should be. And so now I'm seeing, I'm just imagining all of the actors just like going through and like they're just standing there with their arm out and their hand says, this is Duncan. Duncan is here where my hand is. Just or like at the Oscars where they just get people to fill in and sit at yeah. those people's places. Yep. Like this is where the actor who plays Duncan should be. Yeah, that might actually work out best for, uh, you know, for everybody. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let, let's get into the A plots. Oh, but Sir not appearing in this episode. That would be Mr. Duncan Kane. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So you don't have to think about him too much, although everybody keeps bringing him up. All right, so Chester is dog-napped, and Veronica is pretty much guilted into helping Mandy find him. Okay, okay. can we talk about Mandy? Yes. <laughs> oh my yes, god, what is please. wrong with this woman? She looks but like she is a 12-year-old. Or she looks like she should be twelve. Like she might be cute if she was she were twelve, but she's in, clearly not. Like, and like so in she, the eighties. Yes, in the eighties. Like side ponytails. That's and it's not really crimped, but it's still fluffy. And oh, oh no! I was just wondering. I'm like, we know that Veronica Mars has a weird timeline, and but I thought they were in the nineties at least. But I had no idea that they went as far back as the eighties. <laughs> so this this girl, I don't know what her real. I can't think of what her real name is off the top of my head, but. Uh, she's been uh, randomly appearing on Chelsea lately, like um, in the past couple of months, and she still talks and looks just like that. Stop. <laughs> oh. Does Chelsea make fun of her, or like how does that work? Like well, I don't understand. It was very strange because all of a sudden she started showing up on the roundtable at Chelsea lately, and Chelsea was like, "So I met her the other day, and I thought you would be great on the roundtable." <laughs> And the stuff that comes out of her mouth, I'm like, oh, my God, she's just weird. Uh, but she, yeah. it's, the minute she started talking on this, I was like, that's that weird girl from Chelsea Lately. <laughs> I wonder if that's just like her comic shtick or whatever, or she's no. just like that. She's just a bad actress. She's an awful actress. Yeah. I don't know. It was like her hair was something off of a Babysitter Club book cover. Yes! And, <laughs> and her clothes were like... Mandy Moore in yes. uh, in a walk to remember, and yeah, I was just like, my, my note is that poor girl is just so she, she is toe up. She like just, just like if she, if she was in a babysitters club like book cover, like she would be a little bit younger and a lot cuter. And it was like, what are you trying? Like you know how like you know teenagers they usually try to dress up like you know older than they are. It looked like she was like, no, I'm twelve and I'm you know sticking to it. Like it just. Ugh. She just really annoyed me. So everything revolving this A-plot really pissed me off whenever she's on screen. Yeah. <sighs> well, this next part is part of the A-plot where she's not on screen, so this should help, although it'll make you sad. Um, Leo hasn't heard from Veronica in a while when she mm -hmm. goes to ask him for a favor to let her in to see Weevil, which we are not discussing yet. And I just don't understand why he keeps on doing her favors and how she uses him and treats him badly. I don't know. I'm just me grumpy. Anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Veronica's oh, yeah. a manipulator. Mm -hmm. 
she's not even fair manipulator because I know we're not talking about it yet, but like she does this. Well, I guess it, yeah, it's like later on, but she does this and then she not only dumps the boy later on, but then she asks him a favor like in the same breath. Ugh, this just, it was the worst. I, I had a whole, I had a whole lot of angry at Veronica this, this episode. For- and I, and I actually thought that, um, you know, I was thinking like in my notes, I wrote, oh, maybe like the fact that, maybe the fact that, you know, Leo, like we like him so much and everything, maybe another Todd situation where he actually turns out to be like a bad guy and like we were just like fooled into it. And I was kind of half hoping for that because this was just so sad. Troy. His name was Troy, Troy and I'm, I'm Troy, still not yes. over it. Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> over it, but I just refuse to, you know, acknowledge his real name, I guess. Yes. I think that if we had seen more of her and Leo, I might have been more upset about it. But like there was the one one dinner that was completely awkward because they were sitting right next to the canes. And then there was her like just making out and, and where he's giving those cheesy, cheesy lines. Well, the dance, he, he, he came to the dance. Uh, I don't know. It just, I, I didn't, like, there wasn't she, enough there for me to, you know, mourn the loss of it. The, the way that there was to, with Troy. Oh. And she's used him on so many occasions. Like, I feel like that's how we know um, Leo. But I think yeah. it's more than just, like, their interactions. Like, them as a couple doesn't infuriate me as too much, you know, as as much as the fact that Leo is such a sweetheart even though he's a cheesy sweetheart and the fact that she continues to like use him and get him in trouble and whatever and then dumps him like it's just he's he's just a nice guy like i almost want him to be evil just because it would make me feel less bad for leo yeah i feel um, i mean i'm ripped apart for for leo and not and it's again it, like you said Naomi, it's not really the relationship so much because their relationship is really i mean superficial yeah. at best you know, but um, but he's just so cheesy, sweet, cute that I just feel bad for him because he I feel like he was, you know, putting himself out there and he was really, you know, throughout the time that he's been on the show, he's gone out of his way to help her and, and put his career in jeopardy by doing so. And then this is how she thanks him. So we, we just have to hope that in season two, there's some like super hot model that moves into Neptune that is actually nice and sweet and she and Leo fall in love so that way he can come out of this much better. Well, that's part of this. Or, or, or Jimmy can time travel and move yes. to Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> and he can, can become a fictional character. <laughs> but I'm the one of the the sadnesses of this is that I wonder if like since this is the end of the relationship is this the last we're going to see of Leo and I think that's part of my heartache. He'll become less of a character. Well, I, I hope not. Because with us seeing so much of Leo at the sheriff's department, we've seen less of the annoying officers, Lamb and Pornstash guy. And yeah, so I hope that he becomes like the officer that we have interaction with instead of the other stupid people. All right. Um, next, they go and check out the dog pound and... Hans is a fan of Veronica's. It's a little weird. Yeah. Like, oh, is that his name? Yes. Yes. 
Yes, cons. But easier to pump you up. <laughs> um, and then steal your dog. Uh, but, I love you, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just wondering, like, is there this whole subsection of kids at Neptune High that talk about the exploits of Veronica Mars and and her awesome, like, badass PIing? Well, um, obviously. Apparently. I, I was just like, that is, that is well, awesome. Be- because everybody at the school knows, you know, where her office is, how to find her, and, um, you know to ask her for for help so <laughs> obviously exactly. everybody knows yeah Which... but you you would think that he would know better like since he's so you know such a fan of veronica mars you would think that the minute she walked into that pound looking for that dog that he was in trouble yeah that he would like i don't know either abandon the whole thing or move the operation or something something <laughs> Abort! Abort! Yeah. Push the button and the lights flash. And... I don't know. And, and this is the way that my brain works, but you said, you know, that as soon as she walked in that he was in trouble, and I go to the stupid song. I knew uh, that you were in trouble when you walked in. And I'm just like, no! I'll make it stop. Well, is this a film noir after all? It is, but yeah. Yeah. All right, so next up, uh, Veronica stands up for Mandy and tells her to make people treat her with respect. Oh, my God, this girl needs so much help. So much help. I was like, Veronica, don't even try. It's it's hopeless. Look at her hair. <laughs> Give her but, the girl a makeover, and maybe that might help. Now, did, did anyone uh, think that Veronica... I just mean her hair, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, but do you think that Veronica seemed, like, harder... Than normal in this. Yeah. Oh, she was being a total yeah. jerk. Because we've seen her like we've seen, her, you know, other people before. Um, you know, her stand up for other people before, but for in this one, like she really took a stand where she was like all jumpy all over people, which she hasn't done before, like this. I mean, I was certainly fine with her jumping all over the the kid that you know that made the phone call, like you know. I'm all, I was all, all about that. I thought that was great. Uh, a little harsh, probably, and a little meaner than, than normal. But it was when she turned around and turned on Mandy that I was like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Back up, Veronica. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mandy was obviously, like, pathetic and sad. But, like, I, okay, if somebody, like, took my dog or my dog was missing, I'd also be, like, you know, just like a sad sack train wreck, too. So I just felt for her. I mean, yeah, she was lame and her hair was stupid, but I don't feel like Veronica had to be that mean to her. Listen, some of us were lame and had stupid hair in high school, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, I, I, put, I put sun in, in my hair in high school, so um, we're ta- Yeah, I know lame. I know for lame. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I find this so interesting because Veronica has people treat her kind of this way and she yes she demands respect but they still don't give it i mean bullies are bullies you know yeah yeah i was surprised that this guy actually bo- um backed down because usually in the bullyhood like if you confront them like this like it takes a lot more than just like a couple of put downs to really get through to them so i didn't know if that was too realistic maybe well, he I mean... was a member of the veronica mars fan club too and knew all about her cases <laughs> Well, and she didn't really give him a chance to 
do anything else but, you know, take it. So Hans calls and says that they found Chester dead, and Mandy is, of course, very broken up about it. And then Veronica uncovers a string of lost dogs and figures out that the ones with big rewards offered have been returned. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's a whole dog stealing ring in Neptune. This is like only the dumbest plan. Yes. <laughs> and only with the uh, with the O9ers would this ever, you know, make any kind of sense. It's true. Yep. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Um, Wallace and Backup helped Veronica rescue the stolen dog. And um, I I find this hilarious just the way that she like gets the money back from the guy and then follows him and then she's surrounded by all of them and she's like oh crap i'm hoping that um wallace playing her brother is some foreshadowing that they're going to be stepbrother and sister soon yeah but i the thing that i was thinking about was okay so they didn't actually give the the, the guy, the Spanish guy, any money, the Mexican guy, whatever. And but Wallace takes the dog back to the real owner, who did post a, a reward. So did Wallace get the the reward money? Probably not. I bet they just took the dog back. And he he was just hoping that his reward was going to be a cute girl. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, since it wasn't, did he get the money? <laughs> she could have been cute. Exactly, and he wanted her to be hot, grateful, and single. And she was grateful. So she could have been all three. <laughs> At some she was just point, kind of old. Yeah, she could have been two of the three. <laughs> she was a pretty lady. Yeah, he should have. If he had said young, exactly. He did not specify young. So, Burn. Um... <laughs> Careful what you wish for, Wallace. Exactly. <laughs> Be more specific. Like, if you find a genie in a lamp, make sure to specify. Uh, so Veronica figures out through all this interaction that Hans is stealing the dogs, and she... Just <laughs> happens to walk past his van. I know, just happens to, but... Dirty charades. Oh, that was great. It was funny, yeah. I also thought it was great that she just happened to have an air horn on her. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I mean, like, isn't that what you, what you carry? I carry one all the time. Uh-huh, absolutely. Yeah, I totally have one on me right you know, right now. Yeah, you never <laughs> leave home without that or your taser. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now we come to the bad part. Um, Veronica breaks up with Leo and then asks him to come and search the pound to find the missing dog. Her rumpf. Yeah. Double <laughs> okay, so was the whole pound supposed to be into it? Like, because I felt like that supervisor guy it seems like he knew what was going on. Oh yeah. Okay, like my note for him is, I mean, he was just so mean. Your dog's dead. He's not here. We keep telling you your dog's dead, and I'm like, no, just shut up. Shut your mouth. It doesn't matter if your dog is dead. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Well, I mean, in all fairness, he's about to get busted, and uh-huh. he's probably saying whatever he can to make them stop looking. <laughs> yep. 
But... Yeah, I, I definitely felt like he was in on it, Yvette. There what a know. dumb plan. Yeah, it, it definitely was a dumb plan. And why... I guess just so that people don't know that it's you, but why hire the Hispanic guys to take the dogs back? I just... Well, it's cheap labor for them so that, that they're not the person tied to returning the dog. So that it's yeah. always somebody it's always somebody different returning mm-hmm. the dog, so it's not always the same people returning the dog. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it just seems like a whole lot of extra work. Yeah, well, and you're I, not stealing the same dog over and over again. Right, so why would the people connect it? Well, it but I, I, I also imagine that if you work at the pound, um, you're probably not allowed to take rewards. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That's just my guess. Even though you're doing illegal things anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, they find the dogs in the back room, and Mandy tases Hans, which is awesome. Like six, but like five or six times. I know, he should like be unconscious by now, shouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. I was like, she just... maybe she just had a super weak taser. Something tells me that was just a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Absolutely. And she just went after him, you know? Like it was like she was a little she was a little kooky. Like this woman was just a little kooky. So I I don't know, like she scared me a bit. <laughs> So we do get a happy ending for Mandy because it turns out that they did not kill her dog. They sold her dog. And so they're able to get Chester back. I was going to say, like, if, you know, I I know that the show goes in all kinds of places. But for some reason, a lot of people, including myself, think it's, thinks it's way do- um, darker when animals die as opposed mm-hmm. to people dying. And um, I, I was like, this show, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, I'm like yeah, I kind of knew the dog wouldn't be dead. That would be dark, really dark. And then I thought about all that this show has done in the in way of dark. And I was like, no, still, still, it would be too dark for them to kill an animal. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We done with A-plot. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. I, there is one thing that sort of uh, sticks in the back of my mind and I did not do the research on this because I didn't know like if if it would lead me to any s- spoilers or somehow even though I'm like how could there be spoilers attached but I, I know that I've seen enough interviews with Kristen Bell and the fact that she's an animal lover and whatnot and she has dogs mm-hmm. and I were those her dogs in the in this episode I have I, no idea. Like Actually, I, I think one of her dogs' names is Lulu, and there was a Lulu in the the one thing. Yeah, it's I, possible that maybe they like used names of dogs that were people's either in the cast or crew, and maybe they weren't the actual dogs, or maybe they were. Yeah, like I I figured I was like I can't research this. Because I don't want to spoil myself. Yeah. But... Somebody on the Facebook group, do this research. Yeah. We would like to know. Yes, minions, off. That's right. <laughs> Collect information for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, B-plot. B-plot. Uh... is everything Eccles. And yes. we start off with a very awkward scene where Logan asks Veronica what she thinks about Duncan taking off. And... Uh, uh... That even 
when they're being weird, they they still manage to have just tons of chemistry between them. Like, yeah, okay. I'll let someone who isn't a massive Logan fangirl talk for a minute. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not. <laughs> the less said about this, the better. I just, whatever. This whole, like, <laughs> Trina, Logan subplot bothered me. But anyway, never mind. <laughs> All Although, right. I, I do like the idea that of Duncan coming back with peroxide blonde hair. <laughs> or no hair. <laughs> that that would be really awesome. And I think that he would look like, oh, the, the one kid from... Um, in sync. I, I don't remember what his name was, but there was one point when he had that spiked, like, white blonde hair. Lance like, Bass. Lance. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Duncan can look like everyone. <laughs> but then we'd be able to tell him and Logan apart. Right. That would be bad. I, um, I don't, would never, ever have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, one would be animated and the other would be in Cardboard. 2D. all right so aaron eccles is done with acting and no one believes him no and it's so funny because when he was on the couch and he's like acting all sweet to trina i was like oh he's putting on another act and then of course logan comes in and like you know does the scene line up and i'm like yep that's pretty much what i was thinking too he's acting as a good father but does so is he just a bad father to logan like, is he a good father to Trina? Like, you know, like, or is Logan, you know, the douche rocket, and ha- that's why Aaron is angry? <laughs> I don't know. Like, now, since we found out stuff about his own parentage, I'm wondering if he's, like, you know, well, really hard on Logan. I-, I was trying to figure out if we really did learn something about his parentage. or Oh, if you think was it was just... a lie? Yeah. I-, I think he was just completely bullshitting it. I don't Especially... know, because he... Well, there was that one part where he's like, and see the scars that's still on my hand? And the guy's like, no, I don't see anything. And then well, he grabbed him by the throat, but... I, was I like, think... Go ahead. Oh, no, I think we might be trying to make the same point. What I was going to say is, like, I think that part, you know, was probably just to get him in to move a little closer. But I have a feeling the fact that he knew that this guy was abusive and, like, this stuff he said before about him being able to um, see this telltale signs... I think that's yeah. how, you know, yeah, the caked makeup, the, the caked it, makeup and, you know, I mean, he saw he he saw the signs of what it was. I think that that was true for sure, but I'm sure he embellished. Yes, but whether it was his mother or whether it was his wife, his that wife he knew that from. Yeah, you, that, you think you don't think that he hit Lynn occasionally? Oh no, oh, I, yes, I I'm totally I, I, I'm totally in agreement with you there. I uh, think it's both. Yeah, I that I th- I do think it's both, but but I do agree. I I assume that he probably also knew because he had beat his wife and therefore had seen her have to cover up his marks. But but I don't think he would have been as angry if it had just been his own behavior. I do think that he witnessed it in his like his parents too. Like often, you know, people who were abused become the abuser as well. I mean, I I, I do believe that, but it's it's um not always people. I said sometimes, um, but. I think that, um, I don't know, like this episode did the impossible of making me actually kind of cheer for him. (laughs) 
a little bit. I mean, not like him. A little bit. Not like him, but like definitely like that guy was a douche nozzle and needed to be taken out. So. And and I my my note though for this was whoever was in charge of the music for this scene was an absolute genius. Oh, with the, uh, the, the oh my gosh, that's yeah. Amore. I have yeah, that Amore. Oh, oh, loved it. Loved it. Was it. Just so perfect. Yeah, definitely agree. Boy, we really just jumped through that, didn't we? Well, we did, but um, we'll go back because oh, but, <laughs> okay. So, so the the idea of does you know was it Logan that only that got hit or did Trina? I my theory is that when they divorced, Trina went to live with her mother for the most part, and so was only came around during holidays. And um, you guys, this was one of the episodes that I wasn't able to be on. And it's so funny, you should see me listening to those episodes, because I try to talk to you guys (laughs) (laughs) in the recording. But you were talking about, you know, well, how come Trina didn't see this or didn't see that? And how would she know about this? And I was like, well, she comes home for holidays. That's what she knows, Logan. And that's how she's picked him up drunk before. And so I, I think that that she was more with her mom, and so she that wouldn't get the, the everyday interaction with Aaron. Uh, but then she was there at holidays and saw the worst in Logan. Um, I think it's possible too, just that like maybe Aaron is just softer on his daughter than he is on on his son. You know, like like maybe maybe he didn't beat her just because of like weird you know things with his mom or whatever but maybe like logan he sees more of himself or you know like weird like self-loathing kind of thing that's Mm -hmm. kind of that's kind of where i was going with it like when uh, i was looking at the way he treats trina versus the way that he treats logan i was like oh you know that's his baby girl whereas logan's the you know jerk off son Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, I was going to go for that same thing because I also feel like and this is kind of sad, but, you know, I um, one of my ex-boyfriends, you know, he came from an abusive family and there was two daughters and two sons and the sons definitely got the worst of it, you know, because they were boys and they were, the father expected them to act certain way, a certain way and whatever, whatever. And then the girls were kind of like shielded from that. In fact, one of the daughters was kind of like his pet daughter and like he treated her like would take her out for all the time and just kind of like... Because she was like kind of, you know, almost kind of like a princess, you know. So like it was definitely rules just differently from guys and girls. And it could be the same way, you know, in this case. I don't know. Maybe his um, abuse towards women didn't go in terms of beating so much as like cheating, right? So, but that was his wife. And so for his daughter, he might have a separate set of rules. Hmm. Interesting. All very, all very good theories and you're like psychoanalyzing him (laughs) i think that's dangerous i always feel nervous about doing that because i'm like oh well you know not a psychiatrist but (laughs) but enjoyable nonetheless all right so the lawyer comes over and logan was left everything and aaron was taken out of the will and trina was never in the will why would she have even thought she was going to be in the will is what I want to know. I think maybe she was just yeah. hoping because she was in so much financial trouble. I guess. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I, like, I thought the same thing. I was like, why do you think? Like, you're not even her daughter and it's not like, you know, yeah, you like, stole her gonna, credit cards. And, yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to get all the money from, not all, but, you know, you're going to get half of 
ev- everything, you know, when when Aaron goes, you're going to get half of everything. So, like, I'm going to leave the little that I have, well, little compared to what Aaron has, to my son. <laughs> Ooh, maybe yeah. Trina killed killed her and, you know, hopes that she'd get money. That's uh, why she was in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how she has the credit cards. Ha-ha! Gosh, there you go. <laughs> Look at Ooh. that. Okay, but I, that one. I like the fact that um, that that Aaron was completely unfazed by being out of the will and like it's like yeah, <laughs> I know. Money than God. You know, what, I know what was, really. What does he care? But the idea of yeah, we were in the middle of this huge, massive tabloid thing where every woman I've ever slept with ever was selling their stories so yeah she took me out of her will okay Mm -hmm. i get it i'm not gonna say a word yeah pretty much and also i helped my daughter kill her so you know i'd expect (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna make a fuss about it yeah uh so it only takes less than a day for trina to start sucking up to logan and 12 hours 10 grand 12 hours yeah, I was like, she's like, my boyfriend. And I'm like, oh, Trina, you're gay. Don't you know that yet, sweetie? <laughs> you still have the lesbian haircut. <laughs> I know. It's not for years before you start growing it out and getting, you know, marrying well, a, a guy. This is after Buffy, right? So she yeah. grew her hair out long for Buffy and then drink everybody. Buffy reference. Um, <laughs> so she grew her hair long for Buffy and then cut it all off again back to her, her like, you know, college willow cut. Mm-hmm. Isn't it pretty short in the first of time at your mother? Uh, yeah, it's not totally long. Yeah. I don't remember, actually. I can't, I can't remember exactly, but I think it's, it was fairly short and then, like, she's been growing it out ever since, pretty much. But Probably. But hair aside, she right. obviously doesn't know things about herself or she's, she's, she's <laughs> in denial. Uh-huh, yeah. She's working her way to, you know, start dating a guy who's like twice her size, but I guess, and marry him. Well, and <laughs> she's picking pretty scummy boyfriends, so. Uh. Makes Marshall make so much more sense now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so after Logan won't lend her the 10 grand, she comes home beat up, and Logan wants to know her boyfriend's name because he wants to pay him back. Yep. And can I just say that this was something that I noticed that was really cool, but, like, in those, not in the, the scene where she comes in after getting beat up, but when they're doing the whole Pop-Tart thing, there is a maid in the background. Mm-hmm. And when we first pan into the, to the Eccles house, there's someone cleaning out the pool, and it's just like, yes, there are all these just random servants around. That That was sort of awesome, I thought. Yeah, and it's like it's, they treat them just like rich people tend to treat their help. Well, not all rich p- people. I mean, like a lot of rich people. Like, like they are background. Like they don't really matter. Like, they, you know, they may listen and hear everything, but you know, but, they don't pay attention to them. Yeah, but it's it's very. I, I've never seen a whole lot of TV shows where you've got someone who is like super rich, but you don't just see random house staff in the background. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's extras that you have to pay for. And so the fact that they got the extras there because of course Aaron has staff. That's just <laughs> I, I was like, kudos. 
Yeah, yeah that's from you know very similitude. But uh, it's probably like you know the the writers like sisters and brothers and just random <laughs> people coming in. Yeah. All right. So Logan wants Veronica to find Dylan, and um, Aaron talks to Trina and finally agrees to meet with Dylan, and they're gonna have him over for dinner. Because he notices her fixing her makeup in the mirror, yeah. and yep. Mm-hmm. But Veronica even mentions the drinking game. Yes, what? she does. But it's a quote. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we get to that scene, which we've really already talked about. But um, Logan and Veronica show up as Aaron is beating Dylan to a bloody pulp. Oh my god, this yeah. scene! Now that we're back at it, oh my gosh, I just loved. <laughs> I love the music with the beating up, and this guy so deserved it. And again, I don't like and him, but I kind of cheered for him. knife that Aaron was waving around. Yeah, I was like, that, that was my favorite part. I was like, the, the exchange with the meat. Like, mm-hmm, here, mm-hmm. taste this meat off of my long knife. <laughs> it was like, that's really yeah, it was creepy. the grill flaming up really behind good. me. It was really creepy in more than one way. Yes. I will... Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, don't go there. (laughs) Um, So after Logan puts Dylan in his car, then Logan and Veronica talk about Lily and Weevil. Yeah, and it's another, like, angst-free conversation is what I have. Like, the, the breakup between Veronica and Leo was surprisingly angst-free, and the Lily conversation was surprisingly angst-free. And I'm just like, because I was mentally preparing myself for like all of this, no, we can't, Lily was my best friend and your ex-girlfriend. And yes. like, it's just, no, that's it. I don't feel guilty. Well, and the, the funny thing is, is, you know, like, so, okay, fine. Logan, Logan has like of his guilt. But I'm like, but Veronica, I'm like, she, there's no reason for you to let go of guilt for dating her. I mean, I know she's, she has passed and, you know, she can't be with him now. But I would still think that Veronica would feel weird about, you know, getting together with her dead best friend's boyfriend. Well, I think she did because she made a point of uh, bringing that up to Leo. You know, like that was one of the things that she said yeah, who why she's I messed up. And she and she she said who I hate. Yes, who which I, I thought hate. was funny. Yeah. Um. So in this, I do have to say this, and this is like where I said "r" all over the Facebook because um. Uh, because yeah, okay. Uh, the the lack of angst, which oh my god, I am so thankful for. I have to say, I'm so thankful for it because I was like, oh no, here it comes. I was so ready for Logan to be a jerk and for Veronica to be whatever, and for them not to talk about it, and for them to have all these kind of things. And despite myself, because I do not like these two necessarily together, they do have great chemistry, but I think we covered this in the last episode, so I won't get into it. I actually really liked Logan in this scene, and it really made me mad that I liked him so much (laughs) because he was actually just really sweet. And I, you know, I just found myself like, oh, why do you have to be so nice? Because she hurt Leo, and she's not supposed to hurt Leo, and... You're being so sweet and whatever. But then I also thought, um, I also felt bad for Weevil a bit <laughs> because, um, you know, it seems like 
you know, according to Logan, Lily was like trying to act out this bad girl thing. And you think about Weevil giving her like not only poetry or whatever, or but also with this with this ring, his you know mother's wet. There was um, no ring. ring. There was no ring. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The the pen, the pen thing. I don't know what about that. But okay, but <laughs> in this scene, in this scene, we didn't know that. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So we, we so okay. Know. So we, we were still thinking it was the ring at this point. Right. So so in my thinking around the scene. So then all of that, and then I was torn between that, and then also, um, you know, the fact that like oh Lily was just treating him like whatever, like just to get back at Logan. And then I was like, and then Logan's like, yeah, she didn't love me as much as I loved her. But then he cheated on her. I mean, yes, it was only like a three-second kiss. They were on kiss. a break. <sighs> Still. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I had all these emotions. <laughs> and, like, this scene just made me... flashbacks lie. Yeah, I don't know. I just had all these emotions with this one scene. And it was, like, too much for my little brain to, you know, to, like, process. <laughs> So I, I I did like Logan in the scene despite myself because I, I did appreciate them not doing the angsty thing, which is one of the reasons why I don't like the couple that they're pushing always, you know, um, in in a lot of comedy or sorry, in a lot of TV because they usually tend to make it a little bit too angsty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do understand the point that, yeah, that she should have some feelings and guilt about um, about it being Lily's boyfriend. And uh, Logan really loved her, so I, I don't know how that's going to work out. So okay, so I I was glad as well, like all of you, that there wasn't like some weird angsty, like oh, you know, should we, shouldn't we? I feel bad. I just felt like the scene was placed really strangely in the episode. Like okay, think like realistically, you just see your dad beat you know, the crap out of, like, your sister's abuser, and then your dad who's been beating you, and he's, like, standing there looking all scary, and then, like, you go and have, like, a weird romantic conversation with, like, the girl you like. I just, it just felt weird and kind of awkward. Yeah, and, and That's also, a really good point. From Veronica's point of view, you just see, okay, that this potential love interest father just go ballistic on someone, and potential love interest is there, like, just happy as a clam about it and it's like okay do i really want to be getting into a relationship with this guy now i have two words for y'all teenage hormones (laughs) (laughs) not only that but like I like I said, maybe it's not re- in a relationship so much of the fact is like maybe they'll just do what like Nutty suggested last episode and they'll just keep on hooking up, which would be totally in you know, yeah. that'd be totally for. Well, but now she's dumped Leo, so there's nothing keeping them, you know, keeping them apart except you know when when, Blonde, when 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 and when Blonde Duncan comes back. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he has Meg He's Jimmy. Blonde. He's going to be white-haired Duncan. Like, it has to be white. Oh, boy. All right, C-plot. <laughs> oh, wait. So, one second. Before we okay. go to C-plot, um, I just want to say um, that... So, I looked this up because I had to because we talked about it at the beginning. Um, and it is a trivia note for backup. Uh, there are two backups. And um, the first backup... Um, referred to as Backup 1.0, is seen in the pilot in only early episodes. Um, and so according to 
the first the first backup was replaced when he didn't live up to the expectations of the show's creator, Rob Thomas. Um, and he said he couldn't deal with the trainer, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'll skip all that. But the replacement backup was called Lefty. Uh, and he made his first appearance in episode number four, The Wrath of Khan. Um, and so uh, backup number one has been gone for a while. Yeah, I'm sorry for backup number one. I mean, they're not living up to the expectation. I know that's so <laughs> sad. And how dare you say that in real life? No, it was the trainer. It was the trainer. The trainer I, that he oh. couldn't deal with. So yeah. it was I, just I, like I, bad dog, bad no. dog. No, I couldn't deal with the trainer. I love the original backup. He was such a beautiful dog, but his trainer had a had a month and a half to get him ready in the scenes. But I'm not going to read the whole thing. But basically, <laughs> it was the it was the 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 trainer that he couldn't deal with, not okay. not the dog. So well, that's very uh, good to know. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah. I couldn't help myself. Well, that's good. <laughs> there We're was all... also there was also a back point, a backup one point five, and this is named given to the stuffed brown toy dog that Veronica Mars has in her bedroom, which I don't think I've ever noticed. <laughs> We're gonna okay. have to look for that. I don't think I've ever noticed it. I've always noticed the backup statue on the desk and um, uh, in in the invest you know the uh huh in the office. On. The office, thank you. <laughs> Words. I, I, there's a word in there. It needed to come out. Uh-huh, yeah. Anyways, C-plot. <laughs> All right, C-plot. Um, let's see. We start out, Veronica is helping Weevil with his math, and Keith is not approving. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, so listen, I understand why Keith doesn't like Weevil. I mean, you know, on the outside... Weevil is this, you know, thug, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, under all that gruff, he's a good guy. But Keith would never know that. Exactly. And, you know, a parent, a former sheriff, he, you know, knows what Weevil has been involved in because he's picked him up many times. So, yeah, it makes sense. But still, she was just having him, helping him with math homework. Not homework, but studying, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um... So I like this just because I like seeing I like seeing Veronica and Weevil kind of be friends. Yes. Like outside of just helping with cases and accusing him of wrongdoing. It's nice. Yvette, did you no, like I, this? Oh <laughs> you know what they're they're about to accuse Weevil. I can't <laughs> I just can't I, with this there's... whole plot line. Mm-mm. It's not. No, it's not. This is no. I, I I understand what you're saying, but no. I mean, there's 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 no way. I mean, we're on the last whatever four episodes now. Nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty. We're on the last four episodes right now. They're going to point fingers at everybody until the until the finale. So this is just one of the one of the main fingers that they're pointing. It's like no. They're not actually accusing him. Don't don't you worry yourself. Your 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 little weevil's yeah. gonna be just fine. <laughs> Jimmy, I hope you're yeah. right. You're like, soothing I, my nerves here. <laughs> I know that it's from a later scene, but one of my notes is, yeah. So we're supposed to be thinking that Weevil's the killer now. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Pretty Anyways. Much. Go ahead, yeah. go on. Next. All right, so, so Weevil <laughs> leaves, and Veronica later finds out that he broke into the cane house, and when she talks to him, he claims that he went to steal a ring that he had given to Lily, 
and uh, Veronica agrees to help him out. Wait, there was a... She said no originally. Right, but in the same scene, she agreed to help him out. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was, yeah, the ring. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, originally she was just going to, like, walk away because he was obviously lying to her. And... Right, and if he doesn't get off, then he'll go to, to real jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, we don't have a whole lot to say about that. Okay. I guess not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, how about this? Um, Celeste confronts Veronica, and Veronica agrees to find Duncan if the Canes release Weeble. Yep. And here well, we see hard manipulative Veronica again. Mm-hmm. Well, but she's also, like, I have no clue where Duncan is. But if it'll get Weeble out, then I'll say whatever I need to. Well, but this was, I, I mean, it was manipulative, but I think it was more, um, I mean, she was, th- th- this was manipulation for the right reason, I guess, for me. Um, and I think that, you know, this whole scene, this 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 actual scene with Veronica and this nastiness that she had towards Celeste, I think was really well handled. I think that she did... Uh, a great job at handling handling Celeste. Unfortunately, um, you know, of course, Keith had to walk in on that <laughs> conversation. Um, but I think that that confrontation between her and Celeste uh, was a great scene that we've been waiting for. Well, yes. not necessarily waiting for, but expecting for a long time. Um, and so it, I thought it was really great. And I thought that, that, that she handled it well because Celeste is, you know, a megawatt bitch, you know, and and so the only way that Veronica could deal with her was to also kind of give it back to her. And I thought that it was great that Veronica was able to stand up to somebody like Celeste because, you know, how do you stand up to somebody like that? You know, if somebody like that confronted me, I would probably melt into a puddle, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's good, and, and she found that that in to to help Weevil, which I think was, you know, helpful, obviously, but, you know, it was also a way for her to, you know, kind of stick her foot, you know, into Celeste's, you know, world of trying to stomp on everybody. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did did a whole lot of you knows in there. (laughs) That's okay. Um, So... Celeste apparently agrees to this because Weevil is released. And then Veronica remembers about Lily's secret spy pen, and Weevil had a pen on him when he was caught. This yep. was a nice little flashback. Yes. Yep. That that was and when that flashback started, it, I was, you know, we were in the midst of the B plot. I thought that I thought that was right after the kiss. Yep. I thought for sure that that flashback was going to be something that was going to be guilty for Veronica. And then I was like, oh, no, it doesn't have anything to do with the kiss. (laughs) Well, I figured that it was prompted because the fact that Logan said, you know, we'll we'll pass each other secret notes. 
No, totally it was, but oh, it, didn't. Yeah. it wasn't like, the oh. kiss. It was the it was the comment after the kiss that gave yep. the, that led her to that flashback. And I was like, oh, here we are. There's going to be a, a a zombie Lily in the back seat, being like, what are you doing with my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's another thing towards the end, going back to the B plot a little bit. But they are sitting in Logan's car, talking about how Lily has all of these lovers. And how this pet is going to see just so much action. And it's like, okay, so... So where's Logan? <laughs> obviously, you guys knew something about Lily and her liking of guys. And, but that's, yeah. been, that, that's been, I mean, a running theme for throughout, it, throughout uh-huh. right? Yep, I, mean, yeah. I mean, that's not something that we've been shielded from in any way. Or, oh, or, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. There's been been no qualms about who Lily was. <laughs> no, not at all. I had I had never thought about it before that that yes, this flashback took place in Logan's car, and I I just find it quite ironic that they're you know they're discussing all of Lily's many boyfriends, and yet they're sitting in her boyfriend's car. <laughs> Girls will be girls. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, another little piece of this that doesn't really go necessarily in this plot, but it's stuck here because this is the everything else plot. Um, Keith gets a hair from Veronica's brush and is... And we see yet another paternity uh, test. Another paternity test. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to shred his, too. <laughs> Before opening it. This is so silly. This this whole series has so many paternity tests going up and around and whatever, and everybody seems to think best better of it. (sighs) Just like take one and just get the results and why didn't you do so already? I still I don't understand why Duncan and Veronica don't just go get tests done on themselves for each other. To find, I know I've said this before, but to say yes, you are related. But <laughs> they'd have but to admit to each if, other that they knew. If Duncan and Veronica aren't related, that still doesn't mean that is Veronica Jake's daughter. <laughs> true, <laughs> because the because, is, is Duncan Dun- Jake's son. <laughs> Duncan could be Keith's son. Right. Who knows? <laughs> 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 oh, oh. oh, yeah. Okay, so Keith uh, lets Veronica in on something that uh, he knows, and that Weevil now actually has no alibi for Lily's murder because he was doing community service, but that was for earlier in the day, and yet he still doesn't suspect him for the murder because why would the Canes cover that up? So what does everybody think the note said? I was wondering that I just I can't I can't like wrap my head around what it might possibly say. Uh, I'm going to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but it, no, I I believe the note was from him. It was a note. I'm from not going to kill you. It was it was a note. Of... <laughs> I believe it was a note from him to her, and that's why he wanted to get the pen because there was a note from him in there mm-hmm. and, and 
it probably was the idea of meet me at whatever the name of the yes. town is where she got her ticket at two o'clock. Or something like that. I think that I think that he had, you know, scheduled to meet her via this the secret pen and and so he went to get that note because he didn't want to be fingered as, you know, once we figured out that, that you know, Abel Koontz didn't do it. You know, he didn't want to be the person that was next in line to be falsely accused. But I, I mean, I don't, I, there's no way. I don't believe for a second that he did it. But, you know, that's obviously the, they're, they're marching us over there. You know, yay, here, Weevil, Weevil. <laughs> last, last, last episode, it was Duncan, Duncan. Next episode, it'll be Logan, Logan. You know, like, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're ready for quotes. Oh, yep. boy. Yes, I'll go first because I only wrote down one, as I always do. <laughs> See, that's how you, I've got, I come into these things with at least five. I know, I need to be more prepared, but I write down <laughs> one and then I'm like, I'm good, I'm good. I have four. <laughs> I know you think I hate you, but I don't. I just can't stand to look at you. <laughs> I can't wait to say that to someone. <laughs> oh, Tuck that one in the back of your brain for future. <laughs> well, so I'll, I'll I'll do my shortest one first. <laughs> Important your family is. Hmm, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> that that was my best Yoda voice. Sorry. Yep, pretty good. Um. Okay. Um. Keith, I need to recap my concerned dad lectures. No running with scissors. No candy from strangers. No smartening up the local criminal element. Yep. I have that one too. Love I have that, that one. one. Yep. yep. Okay, so um, I will go with a repeated line said a couple of times throughout this episode community soap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with will you look at that? There was a string attached to my Pop Tart. I have that one too. Um, if I wanted you to speak, I'll wave a snossage over your nose. Well, I, you, well, I have the whole thing. Oh, okay, then do it. <laughs> do the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's long. It's very long. But Go for it. <laughs> congratulations. You've been named the world's biggest cockroach. This award is, this award is given in recognition of, you, of your unparalleled lack of decency and humanity. Bravo. You're going to die friendless and alone. Dude face mumble something. Shut up. If, you, if I want you to speak, I'll wave a snoshes over your nose. You use Mandy again and try and convince yourself that you're not a loser, I will ruin your life. Got it? You got it? Dude face mumbles something. <laughs> Love it. Oh, oh, I, was like, I don't so remember reading that. Oh. Okay. I, I have Veronica to Wallace. Do I have to tip you over, or are you going to spill it on your own? Well, again, you didn't do the whole thing. I have the whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> okay, Jimmy, do the whole thing. Breaking news. Record this day in history. First time Wallace Fennell got the 411 before the little birdie got to you. Do I have to tip you over, or are you going to spill it out on your own? <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously taking quotes way too seriously at this point. <laughs> Next, you'll have the whole scene written down. Yeah, he has a transcript. He's like, let me just read this to That's you, exactly. people. Exactly, yeah. I have, I have this completely typed out. Don't make me take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I also have, you're Veronica Mars, right? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's Again, right. You know, and that's suit. true. Because it is, yeah. You could be, you know, a, a licensed masseuse. <laughs> I have, um, I'll be at home with the only sane members of the Mars family. The one who eats from the garbage and keeps bringing up, bringing me dead birds. That's the one. Yeah. Okay, awesome. good. Did the whole quote because that was the last one I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> so I was like, I got enough of that one. So you knew you'd have the whole thing. Yeah, I have another one-liner, but I'm like, oh, I gotta beat Jimmy on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. I was just like, these quotes were too good. They were they were long, but they were good. Uh huh. Yeah, it's true. Okay, any others? Yep. Okay, let's go to feedback. This is from the Facebook group. Simone says, Aw, Veronica and Weevil study session. Love Keith's line about making the criminal element smarter. Donuts on the lamb. <laughs> He's really not helping the whole not guilty plea, now is he? Backup is the same Mars family member? Funny. <laughs> I don't really care for the dog napping story. But it's sweet that Leo wanted to help out. He didn't want to. She, she demanded it of him. <laughs> ah! Sorry. Trina was left out of her stepmother's will? Shock. Horror. Not really. <laughs> Thank God Lynn was smart enough to leave everything to Logan. Trina's boyfriend is an abusive jerk. Aaron Eccles is insane. Like, completely, certifiably insane. And killed Lily. And Weevil stole back Lily's secret message pen. Curious. Curious. By the way, Simone, you don't have to be afraid to call her Ronnie. I, I'm, we're perfectly willing to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always call her V, and I think it comes from Weevil calling her V. Yep. Pro- probably, but I, I know that I know that we 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 were giving her a lot of uh, a lot of crap because uh-huh. she kept saying that, and we kept wanting to say Roni. But please, by all means, call her call her what you want. And what you can you, you can what you want. What you, what you want? You can um you can type it R O N N I E, and then we'll all understand <laughs> from Archie and Veronica. Um, also, I uh, my first name starts with a V, so in high school it's a really long long one. And so I, that's actually my nickname. People call me V. <laughs> From high well, I'm school. I'm just going to start calling you Ronnie, I guess. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> call me Roni. <laughs> See if um, I answer. <laughs> <laughs> you will, because I'll say it very sweetly. Oh. <laughs> so Beth says, um, I love that the characters actually dress like normal teenagers on this show. It's a lot rarer than you'd think. I agree. I mm-hmm. totally agree. Except yeah. when they date, they dress like 80s. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I agree, especially for shows now ver- mm-hmm. versus shows then. I feel I'm not sure, but I, I digress. Um, FYI, following Veronica's drinking game of of taking a shot every time anyone asks for her help would be a very bad idea. Just looking out for you guys. LOL. Thank you. <laughs> so true. Yes, um, we, we have enough things to drink for. We don't yeah. need to add any more. <laughs> um, so I had one comment about the teenagers dressing normal, especially on shows where the teenagers are wealthy. They yeah. are always wearing like dresses and like slinky dresses. And it's just, 
it's just weird. So. I mean, hey, look at um, look at Buffy. Like she wore things that were like I don't know, like just cleared her butt for a lot of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate. I think I mentioned like early early when we first started this podcast that I really like the way that Veronica dressed like a like a real teenager in the nineties. I don't know what you're talking about. When I was a teenager, we weren't, we didn't have a lot of money and I wore long dresses all the time. (laughs) (laughs) With that hair, right? Yes. Yes. No, that Uh, we need a picture of. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so back to, back to Beth. Um, Somehow the randomness of the fight at night in the pool area, while that's more I played, really worked for me. Aaron is one scary dude. She didn't actually put periods in there, but I put them in there for her. <laughs> uh, it took me by surprise how happy I was when Chester was found alive at the end. Yeah. Uh, it was very sweet. Yeah. Even if she was, was there just, like, sobbing with her mouth completely open, going, Oh, Chester! And I was like, no, you need, we, we need to be off of your face. Your face needs to go away <laughs> from my screen the, now. She was drooling more than the dog. Yes. Aww. Sorry, she just bothers me, and I don't. Yes. I don't Listen, <laughs> she's just she's just an awkward teenager. Just leave her alone. But, but she's gonna grow exactly out of it. No, she's I, not. I she she doesn't. <laughs> you told her she doesn't. Anyways. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the lotion in the basket or it gets Ugh. the hose again. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. All right, so Marissa. Doesn't happen often because he's such a sleaze, but I actually was actually rooting for Aaron on this one as he set up Sheena's boyfriend and took him down. Yay, I agree. And then I really, I felt really sad that Aaron had grown up in an abusive home and it ended up the same way. Here's hoping that Logan can break the cycle. I completely agree with that. Speaking of Logan, seeing him, um, oops, love seeing him and Veronica take the next steps towards something. He can be quite sweet when he focuses that energy of his on something other than teenage mischief and partying. I enjoyed seeing Veronica helping one of her classmates with um, a less high-stakes case, just to break up some of the tension after a last, um, for a week. Finally, it must be said, poor Leo. God, poor Leo. Oh, I agree. He is seriously the sweetest guy ever. The timing of this Veronica Logan thing was not kind to him, and he still helped her take down the dog nappers. As always, looking forward to your thoughts on this episode. Sorry, I'm just like now in a funk over Leo and his sweetness. That's me. (laughs) That last line. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is Ray. The Eccles family sure does put the fun in dysfunctional. They all seem to be so self-centered, but it is nice to see that both father and brother will come to Trina's rescue when push comes to shove. Just like they tried to make us like Logan by showing that he had been mistreated by his father, is the show trying to do the same for Aaron by revealing that he was also abused by his father, plus having him stick up for his daughter. The show could be all Eccles family all the time, and I would be entertained. I agree. And seriously, poor Leo, I know how he feels. The nice guy always seems to lose out to the bad boy. I feel for him. I know Veronica was trying to do the noble thing, and that's fine, but when she ended the breakup by asking for a favor from Leo, I kind of was hating V at that moment. Me too. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. She really hasn't done much but use Leo for favors and take advantage of his policeman status since they first met. She breaks his heart and then immediately asks for help. Random thoughts. Loved seeing backup attack that guy. Loved having a Duncan free episode. Can we just <laughs> stay away forever? <laughs> <laughs> Veronica ends last ep- episode too suspicious that Duncan is the killer, and this episode ends with her possibly suspecting Weevil. She is really doing a lot of finger pointing. Only three more episodes before all is revealed. I can't wait. Notice she still has yet to point her finger at Celeste. Just saying. Or Aaron. It's oh, Celeste. Celeste threatened to kill her mother. So. But she said, I don't hate you, Veronica. I just we don't can't believe... stand seeing you. We'll get, we'll, we'll get <laughs> well, to. That's some... Yes, we'll get to who killed Lily Kane. One more comment. Um, Nutty says, this is the first time I cheered for Eccles' violence. I love how he set him up, how Logan assumed his father was oblivious and was going after the same means. It just goes to show that Logan doesn't think as far ahead or diplomatically as Aaron. This is the Eccles family show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now you can get all your theories out with who killed Lily Kane. I'm going back to suicide. That's what I started with. I'm going to end the season with it. Suicide. Well, you might not end the season. We still got a couple more episodes. That's you right. don't know. You, you could come up with a theory other than that. But maybe it was an accident, and so she slipped and hit her head. But it, it was it was Lily all on her own. There was no one else. I'm really I'm I'm stuck on Celeste. Really, I I I just. I, I don't have I don't have anybody else who I really feel has enough motive uh, to kill her except her mother, <laughs> which is really kind of sad. But sad. that that's who I'm going for. I'm gonna say that it was Trina because she <laughs> wanted to please her dad, who was having an affair with Lily. <laughs> And she was mad because she actually did know that she was being left out of stepmother's will. So she killed her, too. But, like, there's, there's more to Trina. She's, she's really a good actress. Despite now, all just, times the obvious. Just a little question on your theory here. Um, why would Trina killing the girl that her father's having an affair with be pleasing to him? No, because, see, Lily was going to have Aaron's baby. Or she wasn't really, but she told Aaron that she was having his baby. And so Aaron was really upset and didn't know what to do and was going to break up his marriage. So Trina, thinking that she would get on her father's good side, decided to kill Lily. And then, or and the way she did it was she didn't do it herself because that would get her hands dirty. So she just took Duncan, who was convenient, <laughs> and let him go and took him off his meds. She just, okay. she just okay. randomly threw donuts at him. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up for me. Thank you. No worries. No worries. I'm it only got you. more convoluted as it went on. That was great. I loved it. Absolutely. Oh, all right. Absolutely. It makes Yvette, sense. What do you think? All right. So I've only ever guessed two people, right? I've guessed either Duncan or on the very first episode, I guessed Veronica's mom. So to switch things up, I'm going to go back to Veronica's mom as the killer. I don't have any theories surrounding it, but I think she did it. Oh, like she thought it was Celeste and instead it was Lily? Well, it would be hard to mix up that. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) 
<laughs> Say I that again. Did she like, throw Duncan so, at so, him or do it herself? No, no. So, I, I, I'm okay. I'm gonna try and, and help help you out with this. So they're at the hotel. She sees Celeste leaving. She who, wait. This, who sees Celeste the, leaving? The, uh, Leanne. Leanne. Right. So Leanne, Leanne sees Celeste leave. Celeste leave the hotel, and like she, she's okay. She's just so terrified and scared for Veronica. She's got to do something drastic. So she decides that she can get to to the Kane's house before Celeste gets back there, and she sees this form coming through the door, hits him with a brick or a bat or whatever, and then realizes it's Lily. Ooh, I love it. I wasn't. I think I. One of my original, um, you know, guesses was Leanne back early, but mm-hmm. then I gave up on that. I don't remember. I, don't, I, don't, I might have to go back to that now, but no, I'm still sticking <laughs> with Celeste. <laughs> All right. Um, ratings. I give this five and a half angst-free conversations. Angst-free conversations. Yep. Logan and Veronica. No, I, I got it. I no, got okay. it. Veronica Leo. <laughs> um, wow. For this late in the season, I think this episode was really pretty weak. Um, you know, we have, you know, backup 2.0. Um, and, but I thought that the, that the Eccles family stuff was, was definitely pretty good. So, Everything else was kind of, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I agree. I'm going to give it maybe... Um, it's got the paternity test. It's got some good quotes. Uh, I'm going to give it five out of ten games of Dirty Charades. Because <laughs> that's the only kind you play, right, Jimmy? That's that that that's where I'd play. <laughs> it's quote-finding Nemo. I don't know what it was, but this episode really, really irked me. So I'm going with three and a half out of ten cameras in the teacher's lounge. (laughs) I I think that may be the lowest rating we've ever had. I hated it. (laughs) Okay. You didn't even like the Eccles stuff? Well, I didn't like it just because it made me, like, weirdly uncomfortable. Like, just seeing... I don't, there was something about like um, Aaron like beating up that guy that just reminded me of like him beating up Logan, and then I don't know. And then there was the whole blaming Weevil. I just can't get past it. And backup wasn't who <laughs> yeah. I expected. Well, backup oh. has been the same backup since yes. episode four. You know why did I expect it to look different? I don't. I don't get it. I was really impressed by that first backup. I guess. Yeah, I think we all were. I didn't even realize that it had been that long. Yeah, I um I appreciated the whole backup bit. I mean, the fact that he was on my screen and it did have everyone from Weevil to Logan to Lily, and it didn't have Duncan. But you know, like as much as we want all those things to be true in every single episode, um, it the plot just lacked luster for me. I'm gonna give it four point five out of ten backup decoys. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I, okay, so maybe I'm 
Mine. Are you are you reevaluating? Yes. <laughs> don't reevaluate. Don't reevaluate, Heidi. No, it's like, this is not a ten out of ten. But um, <laughs> best episode ever. <laughs> um, I think my my views of uh, certain episodes are skewed by certain scenes with Logan and Veronica. Um, oh. And that like raises my score a couple points at least. So, um, <laughs> and I you know got to have a point for backup and. I love all the Eccles stuff, and that scene with the Batsumori is so disturbing and, and so good. Um, and we get, I mean, we get, yes, we get most likely red herrings, but at least we're, you know, we're getting somewhere with uh, the Lily case. So I have to go 7 out of 10 a highly ransomed dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we took all of your rating systems. Didn't Basically, we? no, I yeah. actually just didn't have one, and then it was like, oh yeah, I gotta have that. So yeah, it was just not well thought out. <laughs> all uh, right, let's have our contact info. Okay, you may contact us. Well, first you can find us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us an MP3 voicemail. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at investigatemars. Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash group slash investigatingmars. If you have seen the show already, um, you can join our spoiler group, which is facebook.com slash group slash spoilers of Mars. And please also leave us an iTunes review. And thank you so much to everybody that has already. Yes. And we are now searchable in iTunes when you type in Veronica Mars. Oh, Yay! nice. Yeah. I'm not Good. sure when or how that got fixed, but it has been and. Uh, if tabs did that thank you very much thank so, you so when you leave itunes reviews that actually helps move us up on the list of searchable veronica mars podcasts so give us a vote yay <laughs> <laughs> all right so the next episode is titled m a d what's it about i think that it is um Oh, what's her mother's name? Leanne. Leanne. There's Lily and Leanne and whatever, Lynn, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I think that she comes back because she's drunk. And every, uh, all the other mother mothers are against her. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I thought Leanne would come back. But there's some sort of science uh, think tank in Neptune that <laughs> develops some sort of formula. I don't even know. <laughs> I, I just, I, I hope that there's more Veronica and Logan kissing and that we actually get a suspect <laughs> for Lily's murder that isn't completely, you know, obviously not. I think I mean, we have I to go through one more, like, obviously not suspect. Like, they'll probably, like, point the finger at Logan next. You know, like, it's going to be somebody that you're just yep. like, yeah, obviously this wasn't this guy you know right we know it's not going to be duncan we know that it's not going to be weevil we know it's not going to be logan we know it's not going to be veronica we know (laughs) oh my god if it was veronica that would be amazing (laughs) we know that it's not going to be veronica Uh, well 
Flashbacks lie, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unreliable narrator. I'm going with um, with Mothers Are Destructive is what MAD stands for, and I agree that Leanne is coming back. All right. M-A-D. Mothers Are Destructive. Oh, I want to see more of Leanne. Yeah, I, Mothers I, Are I... Drunk is what I'm going with. There you go. <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's nice, yeah. I actually wasn't sure if this was like an acronym that people knew what it meant. I knew that I didn't know what it meant, but Hopefully. I wasn't sure if it was like something that that was used and I just had no idea. But oh, it was big when I I think I think I'm old. Except, I think it was big when we were kids. Well, but the way that you were using it, it was M A D D. Oh, you're right. <laughs> well, that was mothers against drunk driving. Right. Yeah. Mothers against driving yeah. is what it is. Mothers against driving. Yeah. Mothers Nobody's against daughters. Like mothers it. against daughters. Ooh. Oh. Yes. And you now got, got there just before me. <laughs> And now all I can think of is moo. <laughs> Mother's opposed to the occult. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Another happy reference, you no, gotta take a drink. See, but, and I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just thinking it quickly ties into the Mooncap Collective. Moo. <laughs> yeah. Well, hi, well, I hope that it's you... better than that. That episode. <laughs> Name of you. If you were to catch up on on Buffy, you would know what Moo was. Yes. Mm-mm, hint. <laughs> uh, I I've been no... Ringer, and so I don't know. No, go back to Buffy. Buffy. So much two. All right, so uh, we will discuss that episode next time and find out what M A D means. Mothers and... against daughters. Yes, and until then, bye. 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 bye.